Let's talk. This is Liz, Daisy, Rebecca, G, and um, Andrea. Uh, today we are going to be actually introducing ourselves, uh, fleshing out a little bit of what we did last time. Um, but we are going to be individually talking about who we are, um, what we're going to be talking about for our podcast, what's going to be coming up uh, today. Our topic is going to be about sex, so we're going to be talking about sex education, uh, how we were brought up with uh, the idea of sex, and and kind of go into our experiences in that. Um, so a little bit about me. I uh, was actually in first generation born here in the U.S. US of A's. Uh, my mom is Salvadorian and my dad is Mexican. Uh, growing up, I was asked a lot, actually, which am I more of? And I really didn't think much of that question until recently. But um, yeah, so I would, I'm, I'm going to be honest, growing up, I actually would say that I'm more Salvadorian than Mexican, which is um, really weird to think about and, and say now. But I felt like because there's this, this tension between Salvadorians and Mexican, which, okay, yeah, no one talks about it. I heard it's something to do with the soccer team. Um, it has, well, actually, actually, I was doing some research, too, that they, it was actually, they had a little fallout um, after Central America gained its independence. I think it was in 1821. And basically, like, Mexico tried to take over. El Salvador, kind of like their region and, and kind of over overtake them. And I think that's where the dissension came from. Yeah. But it was so long ago. That was after the colonization, so I don't understand. But anyway, they have, I think it's just a lot of different factors why Salvadorians and Mexicans do not get along. But, yeah, I don't know. But you know what? It's crazy because my mom doesn't really care for the Mex Mexican people, and neither does my dad. Um, so... Which is why, uh, growing up, I always said I was more Salvadorian, just because there was more backlash um, and more of a negative view on Mexicans than there was Salvadorians. Um, and so I was more ashamed of being Mexican. I would always be like, no, 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 like, I'm not Mexican. No, I'm not, like, I'm 100% Salvadorian. And so, yeah, like, I, thinking, thinking about that now, I know, thinking about that now, just, like, I don't know, irks me just because I, I'm so proud to be half and half. I, I feel like you kind of grow into your culture a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning it's really hard for a lot of people. But besides that, I really love being um, in a Latin family that comes with um, a lot of primos, primas, aunts, and, and, and uncles. And um, So I have a pretty big family. My dad is one of 12, 13? No, 12. He's one of 12, full, full blood. Um, brothers and sisters, he's born in the Efe, and my mom it has um, nine other siblings that we know of. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, my grandpa was made his rounds anyway. Uh, so we have pretty pretty big family, and I uh, love it because, you know, parties, it's just on and popping every year, so it's pretty cool. Um, I actually used to, fun facts about me, I used to dance Hawaiian for about eight years, actually, I uh, considered, yeah, I did. I considered, what? I considered myself Hawaiian. You know, like Leland Stitch. I really connected with that movie. Um, yeah, that one is a really good movie. Um, 
everyone's dressed up as like Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that's that? cute. Yeah, like June 26th, I think, right? That's June 26th, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, June 26th. That's cool. That's so cool. Y'all heard? Go to Disneyland, do 626. Like, do you like Disneyland? I've never been. What? You don't like it or you've never been? Are you a Disney fan? Fun fact, Rebecca <sighs> has never been to Disneyland, and that's why she was a little bitter <laughs> lady. You want me to pay $100? For what? Or for what? For what? For what? To support a Nazi, a Nazi sympathizer? Listen, 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 listen. It's awesome. It's great. And you know what? What's great about it is that it, it really represents our innocence. Like, that Disney represents, like, our childhood, supposedly. Are you not listening to I'm me? I'm not. Dee's trying to tell me she's going to pay. I'm not going to Disney. Fuck okay. Fuck. Well, we can talk plus about. Plus gas. Plus whatever plus bullshit yeah, drink they're trying to. High key. I'm renewing my pass. Come on. All right. So I guess we're half and half, guys. Disney goers <laughs> and not Disney know, goers. Thank Okay, and we have an enfermita ahora. Just letting you know, she's enferma, and um, Dee's going to try her best to not get us all sick, but I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of grossed out. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so I, yeah, I danced Hawaiian for eight years. Um, if anyone that really knows me knows that I am obsessed with giraffes, I have a huge uh, collection. Actually, I have a lot of pictures and backpacks and, um, I don't know, like collectibles. Uh, but giraffes are my my love animal, so I uh, also really in do enjoy the barbecue sauce on everything. I have tried barbecue sauce on top of ice cream, and I do not recommend it. So um, things that I also love to do, I am very, can be very bougie. I love to go to restaurants. If you know me, I go to L.A. every single week, and I, yeah, I, I have a lot of recommendations, actually, if we um, if we're looking for anything specific, you can just reach out to me. Um, and uh, things that I don't like really quick, because my time is almost up. Um, <laughs> I hate fast food, except In-N-Out. In-N-Out, woohoo! Um, olives can go die, and as well as Popeyes. I can't believe that thing. I mean, not Popeyes, sorry. Oh my gosh, I take that back. Wait, wait, wait. I love Popeyes. I meant KFC. I can't do KFC. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll take that part out. But um, also one of my biggest pet peeves, guys, is people who are flaky that say are going to be there and do not make it. Of course, you know, things happen and um, life gets in the way and you can't make certain things. But if you say you're going to be there, just be there as far as it depends on you. Um, and, yeah, that's a little bit about me. So I will – Hand it over to my great amiga, La Enfermita, who's um, here. Her name is Dee. Hey, guys. So I'm going to make mine really quick because um, I cough a lot while <coughs> speaking. Um, I guess fun fact, right now I'm finishing up my bachelor's in uh, sociology and liberal. So that's a huge accomplishment. Although I'm kind of torn between walking on stage. Um, I feel like it's not even a big deal to me to walk on stage. Um, and I'm not one to flaunt my achievements, so I guess that's just me. But <coughs> everyone's kind of rooting me in the other direction of, like, walking for your family. Um, what else? I come from a family of ten. Wow. Um, my mom's Honduran. My dad's Guatemalan. So um, I'm very Christian, so condoms were not in the 
in the in there at all. <laughs> yeah. Clearly are not used. Yeah. I think like the oldest is like 46, wow. 45 and the youngest is 18. Um, they're spread out like Guatemala, some in Guatemala, some in Honduras, some in, um, my younger brother just recently moved to Oregon, so, wow. yeah, 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 um, yeah, we're kind of spread up, yeah, um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me, um, and I love ketchup, I love to put everything on ketchup. Guys, she literally, I literally served her a tamal salvadoreño, of course, and she asked for ketchup on her Freaking tamal de puerco. I almost died. No. Sorry, I had to add my two cents. It's actually delicious. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a little bit on me. Uh, I'll send it over to Rebecca. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Rebecca. I am. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm about here. No. No. I moved out here from New York City three years ago. I was born in Missoula, Montana, then moved to the Bronx with my family when I was one. Um, and then when I was five, my parents split, and we grew up in in Harlem. I'm the youngest of four siblings. My parents are from South America. My mom and dad are both from Peru. And um, my favorite movie, well, currently that hasn't changed is um, Pan's Labyrinth by, um, yeah. Haven't seen it. It's pretty good. It's really good. Is it, is it uh, an indie film? No, it's by Guillermo del Toro. It's, it's, about, it's about the Spanish Civil War, and oh. it's about this um, little girl who's, caught up in a fairy tale um, during the Spanish Civil War. And it's very like, very fantasy, very grim, just like most of his movies. And it kind of just talks about how usually the parents are the bad guys as opposed, are the actual villains in the story, which were which was the case in this, in this movie. Um, I worked in veterinary medicine for a very long time and I transitioned and left with my old boss's blessing and now I am trying to focus mainly on my online shop so that way I can do something productive and yeah and touching on your hearing you guys talk I have a very small family that I that I like especially in America like most of my family is in Peru but I don't know much of them I know they're obviously all families are like big especially like Latin families but my family is super small my immediate family is really small um so all we have is kind of each other, and I'm, the f- I'm super close with mm-hmm. my brothers and my mom. So um, it's definitely hard to relate. I've learned that it's really hard to relate to the Spanish community out here because I just feel like it's definitely different from the East Coast. Yeah. Our culture is definitely yeah. different from your culture um, in small ways, small and big ways. So there's certain things that I just don't understand here, which is fine that I'm learning learning about through your guys' culture, just like – Everything from how you guys speak to your slang to your, um, like your your cholo culture that we just don't have. You know, we don't we don't have that. Like we like when someone someone was making a joke on a person down here, like I could do a cholo, and I never I've never been referred 
too, which was fine. But I was like, what? Like, I got the, I got it, but I didn't get it. I was like, oh, okay. So it's just, it's just different. Like, do people search school out there? No. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like we just, my, the, co- the culture yeah, that, that I grew up with is more, it's just different. It's different. It's a, yeah, no, our culture is, I, I grew up around Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and yeah, it's easy. Yeah. choose to be you know like the lion kings or whatever but like out here when someone was like when i I remember my first hospital job in burbank when i worked at animal let me not say the place and i i was like in this room and everybody everybody was all the hispanics were super tall and like back home it's just you know the mexicans can be just a little bit more indigenous they're a bit smaller in height and i and i met all these like central americans that were that were tall and they were they were light-skinned and i was like I, I asked everybody where they, were, where they were from because back home you kind of assume you know where they're from because everyone's from a different place. Mm-hmm. You can't just assume that person's Dominican or that person's Puerto Rican because yeah. everyone's going to be Cuban or Colombian. But out here, when I would ask, people would always be like, a Mexican, like, duh. Like, what, what else would you think it was? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to ask them where they're from. Yeah, and when interesting. I was, yeah, I was in this break room and everyone was like, oh, uh, oh, we're Mexican. I'm like, wait, were you guys all in gangs? Because they brought it up and they were like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Like, I didn't, I was like, oh, like, I didn't understand that that's, like, a rite of passage for some of the people that live in the Valley. So, again, no, 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 like, yeah, it's just different. Everything's just different. But, um, yeah, I'm happy that I met you. Yeah. East Coast, East, West Coast. East Coast meets West West Coast. But, anyway, I'm done with my intro because we're running short on my time. It's time to go to the beautiful Charming Daisy. Oh, that's why you put charming in there. I think it's just a Libra Jane, thing. We both have a birthday in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. I know. Um, <laughs> as you're saying, she's so gross. And she's sitting next to her, literally. Just giving her side eye. <laughs> All right. Um, well, my name's Daisy. Um, Thank you, thank you. AA meetings, yeah. Hi, my name is Rhonda. Oh, no, yeah. Hi. You have AA meetings before? I've been to AA meetings. I've been to some, but not not because of like, even them. They're interesting. They're very religious. I find the ones that I have gone to. Out here, though? With my ex. The ones in the Animal Valley. They're always so religious. I'm just like. They're like spiritual. Well, back home, you should like see my letters. Oh my god. But, um, what should I say? Alright, back to the intro, though. Yeah, um, I'm a single mom. So, I know, it's so interesting. I like to, I like to say that I'm divorced almost, because, you know, I feel like I'm divorced at 24. (laughs) She's over here giving me a side eye. No, I was going to say something, but I was like, <laughs> you know what? I've come to this piece that like he he's such a great guy, but he's just dumb. Like he's just you know, you know. Yeah, you know. Saying, I would say never, but okay. Not including you, Doug. 
Yeah. Decision making and reasoning. Yeah. You know, besides that, great guy. Not going to bash on him. You know, yeah. gave me a shout. So cool. Shouts to him. Over here with the side eye, Rebecca, nonstop. But, um, you know, I'm from the Alamo Valley, but I was born in Van Nuys, and um, I only lived there till I was six, I think, and then I moved to the Alamo Valley. So I think that's my hometown. So if you've ever been there, it's just the desert. Yeah. It's like, do we cuss on this? Can we do it? It's like, but fuck nowhere. <laughs> that's what I call it. I'm going to censor myself. I know. Um, it's like a black hole of darkness, I feel. People always end up coming back. So if you leave, don't come back. We don't want you back. I'm just kidding. But honestly, though, a lot of people I know that have gone to college, they have all come back. Really? But isn't that like everybody's hometown, though? Like I guess so. I would not want to come back. I would not want to come back to the Animal Valley. There's nothing there. I was just like, everyone in Santa Cruz. We don't even have an Apple store. <laughs> don't even have an Apple store. We don't, okay. But, um. Wait, do you guys have your, you guys have like pretty good ones. Yeah. So wait, Palm Del Lance has, has do you consider Animal Valley? There's, it's like a big region. It includes Palm Del, Lancaster, Rosemont, Quartz Hill. Aguadulce? Um, I would, maybe Aguadulce? Aguadulce, yeah, you're right. Aguadulce, um, Acton is it in there, Little Rock. Oh. All like, it's just a big chunk of desert. But, fun fact. Only place where Joshua Trees grow. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, they I mean, there's like obviously Joshua Tree, like the area, but they grow in Owl Valley. Like uh, someone scolded me real quick one day. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, we're surrounded by cactuses. They're like, what? And then I, they, I, I was like, yeah, there's cactuses everywhere. And they're like, that's a Joshua Tree. So fun fact, I thought there were cactuses in that. How are you feeling? You're doing good? Um, I'm going to school for biology. You know, I want to get a PhD in biology. Um, it's super exciting. I love it. The first time I took the class in college, I withdrew from it because it was so hard. And then I took it with a different professor, um, Dr. Nassani, actually, and he loved him to death. I've taken several classes with him. He's amazing. He's, like, leading. I think he's one of, like, he's doing research on, like, scorpion venom. He's, like, one of the six people in the whole world. Wow. Something like that. Don't quote me on that, but you know. Yeah, super cool, super cool, great guy. So if you hear this, Dr. Nasani, yeah. you're the best. And it's crazy how there's like a little bit of Latina. Yes, I think I sent you that, remember? Yep. It's like 2% of Latina women are in STEM. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's one of those things that we have to encourage more um, oh, to yeah. get into science, technology, math, engineering, like absolutely start leading this. But it excludes nurses, though, because if you put nurses in there, it's like so high up. It's like, oh no, there's Latinas in STEM. But if you exclude nurses and you go into specific like chemistry, biology, you know, like physics, those specific fields, very small. Engineering, super small, like tiny. And then women too, not just Hispanic, but women. Both of them are just like different. I love science. I could marry it. I want to practice that and go for it. I love it. Makes me happy. I know, but um. Let's go over the lids. Hey. <laughs> All right, not going to lie, everybody. I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> I have IBS, so <laughs> this, this kind of like hits me straight to. Oh, no, not Crohn's. I did lie to a cop once, though, and I told him I had Crohn's disease, which I was like, fuck, karma's going to come bite me in the ass one day. 
Um, I got away from a speeding ticket one time because I said I had Crohn's and the cop was like, uh, the nearest restroom is about a mile away. <laughs> um, when you have Crohn's, you literally shit out blood. So like I said, thank God I still don't have Crohn's, but it really can get bad. Um, one way, one way to get Crohn's is, uh, I heard that if you get into an accident and your liver and kidneys get all fucked up, you could get Crohn's for life. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I got it because I used to drink a lot. I'm not going to lie. I probably was a drunk, like, to the point where I got a DUI. I got, I hit, I did a hit and run. I would drink like crazy, but because of things that, yeah. Um, like I, I did a full hit and run and thank God (laughs) to the point where, (laughs) okay, well this is how dumb I was. Okay. Little quick story. Um, I ended up hitting a car in my hometown and I left my car there overnight and when I woke up I ended up um going like dude where's my car and there (laughs) I had to go back to the scene where I remembered I had it at and my car was there in the middle of the road and when I went back to my house to try to call like AAA the cop came and he's all like is this your car I had to admit truth you know, so I was like, okay, I'll go back, but I only left it there because I thought, you know, I could walk home and then figure it out in the morning. I had a panic attack. No, I was drunk. <laughs> like I was legit drunk, and this might decriminal. <laughs> this might just criminalize me, but, but, nah, they can't do anything now because they have no evidence, and that's the thing. True, but um, I ended up just realizing how I ended up falling into that space and it was because when I was little oh by the way I'm 27 I'm indigenous I'm Mexican-American my parents are from Oaxaca well not my both parents my mom's from Oaxaca my dad's from Cuernavaca but he's my stepdad which I truly still consider him as my dad um growing up Hispanic I didn't really identify myself to the American culture, I would say that I was also embarrassed of being Mexican because growing up when I was in kinder, they told us we cannot speak Spanish, which is kind of ironic because now that you grow up, you're told that the more languages you speak, the more you can make money, the more you can um, just have a better job because you're able to translate for people. So growing up, I was... I was embarrassed and I thought that I didn't have to really explain I was Mexican because if I did, then people would question me about everything, question me about brown face. I pretty much just grew up with, I would say the black culture because growing up, I would identify myself to African-Americans more now that um, there was like BT shows, there was like like Friday, next Friday. Um, there was music that kind of just broadened my my mind and it made me feel like okay this is a type of race that I can connect to because they're also going through things that I'm going through but I went to school in Santa Maria 
went to a very ghetto high school. I hate to say the word ghetto, but it was. It really was. It was uh, <laughs> Less privileged high school. Anybody that went to SMV High can relate, but I experienced my first relationship there, my first breakup. I found out I had a stepdad probably when I was like 13, thinking that I had a dad in real life that I grew up with, but in reality, I ended up um, finding out he was my stepdad. I then ventured out to move to LA and I ended up moving there by the time I was 23. I ended up getting caught up with the work field more than the school aspect and that's something that if someone's hearing, you're good where you're at. You don't have to go to school to achieve much and if you do want to go to school, make it because you want to, not because of social standards. Um, I've grown, matured still continue to work and hopefully this podcast can help everybody as well as me grow and mature and have more knowledge of the world especially in the latino culture my favorite music is mostly hip-hop like i said i identify more with the african culture but as well as the latino culture because right now we have bad bunny j balvin we got some good music you know coming our way and we've always had the good um the good food culture, which right now I would say that I am probably happiest when I eat. (laughs) Right. I think we could all relate to the fact that we love to eat. Stop playing. Deadass. Like, if somebody would say, like, oh, what's your ethnicity? Mexican. Like, I would lie about it. Really? Like, I remember up until, like, fifth grade, maybe. And then I realized, oh, they, you know, they're in Guatemala and it's pretty cool. But yeah. I always wanted to be Mexican. Everyone yeah. around me was Mexican. I have and never. Catholic. Is that weird? I've never heard anyone say that. Ever. Yeah. That's either. crazy. I Catholic so bad. <laughs> I like Everything I grew up. <laughs> but, like, I'm. Well, I went to Catholic school my whole life, and let me tell you, it was not the best. But everybody has their own experiences, so, yeah. It does kind of put a burden to a lot of things that you want to grow up to be, especially if the decision of your religion was made when you were younger. Yeah. Like, um, honestly, religion can play a lot of um, actually roles in our our lives. I think I was reading an article that a lot of uh, that studies show that there's patterns of mothers educating their daughters through cultural lenses based on religion and traditional values. So like I was saying earlier, um, yeah, like in, especially like in the Latin culture, like the most common view is that you're either a saint or you're a whore. And um, that goes to show a lot of what uh, people say about, like our sexuality like when we talk about sex and and how that's viewed in um like through the lens of like of um of religion and tradition and so um it's just crazy to think that there's so many like there's one it's just like it's there's no gray area like it's one or the other Mm -hmm. um in our society now 
Yes, of course. So everybody just stay tuned to our next episode. We will be talking about S-E-X, sex baby. Stay tuned.